Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another Tell Me Something Good pod. I am Josh Wolf. I'm still trying to figure out this um, audio situation. You know, I have a tendency to eat the mic, and uh, when I do that, it goes, I don't and I just got to lean away from the mic. I got to remember to do that. I think part of it is because I'm deaf. And so like I lean in because I think nobody else can hear, but of course they can't. Um, what's going on Darren? And so today on the podcast in Reno and James, how are you today on the podcast? Hey, Christy. Um, my very good friend, Jessamay May Peluso is joining us in Saladim and Ray Ray and Kat. Uh, no worries if you can't be on video. Um, uh, what's going on, Kylie? Yeah, we got uh, Jessamay coming in. A uh, lot to talk about. You know, she's been, uh, what's going on, Sean? Um, and going on, Alex uh, and Corey. She's been going through a lot of stuff in her life in the last couple of years, and Michelle and, and Christopher. And so I'm really excited to talk to her and get in. You know, she's like my sister. Um, and so lots of good stuff to talk about. Um, I have so many questions about uh, the special coming up. Guys, I made some okay you guys know me you know how much i like uh what's going on sam and kevin you know how much i like that feeling of walking on the tightrope you know what i mean um and i've had people asking me over and over and over hey why why does it feel like you're rushing this uh why does it feel like you're like why not take the full year like most people take to cultivate this special. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. One, I have an hour like that ready. It's the hour I've been, I've, I've been working on, right? So I have that hour ready. I'm going to, uh, what's going on? I think, oh, Cricket's coming to St. Louis. Yeah, I got Boise this weekend and then St. Louis and then Des Moines, everybody. Oh, Corinna, thank you so much. I appreciate that. So, for those of you who know me, you know I like that feeling when you get that little tingle in your taint. You know that feeling of walking on the tightrope? That feeling? I like that. I like that this is... You're not going to have ever seen or will probably ever see anything like this. It's going to be so interactive in a way. I'm going to bring you on the... I'm bringing... This is a Philadelphia hat, yeah. I'm bringing my old notebook on stage. I'm going to read some of the old jokes word for word. I'm going to go in and out. Guys, I'm so excited. Here's the thing, too. Last night, I had an idea. Uh, oh, thank you very much. I had an idea of when I was on stage. Actually, a friend of mine who came and watched had the idea. And yeah, Des Moines, that's right. And, um, he was like, Hey, you're not doing the premise or the promise of the special enough. And I was like, what's that? He was like, you're not taking us back. Like you did a bunch of jokes, but I don't know how different they are from the old joke. And I don't know. And he said, so you need to drop some of the old jokes in and refer to them and point them out and let people know why it's different. And then I was like, that's a great idea i said but i'm gonna have to write that tonight and the show is on fucking thursday you know so uh that's exciting you know and so i'm making wholesale changes to this special today and tomorrow like i i, I know that i should be like fuck this but i'm more like oh my god 
I don't know why that kind of shit makes me so excited. It's probably because, you know, and I, I think I've referenced you guys and told you guys this. And guys, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, I think I've referenced this to you guys before, but one of the reasons I do live shit and so much live shit, and I see Jess May waiting down below, and let me finish this. One of the reasons that I do do, I said do-do, one of the reasons I like to do so many live things is because, mm, guys, I the one thing I... I love getting better at my craft, right? I love the fact that I have confidence now walking on stage and um, knowing that I know what I'm doing. But the one thing I miss is that feeling of being a young comic and being like, I don't fucking know what's going to happen. That feeling of jumping out of the plane without the parachute, that feeling of really being alive on stage. I, I get when I go on stage and do these live shows, when I don't know what's going to happen on stage, that feeling as a performer, I think it's a shame when you lose it. So I really try to put myself in position to feel it. And so that's why I do so many things where I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I trust me and I trust the people I'm on stage with to make this funny. And if you've seen me on stage at doing standup, you know, I put a lot of work into my craft. But there's at least one show a weekend where I'm like, let's just see what the fuck happens. Because that's the way that I keep it fun for me. And so this special is going to be so different in that it's not something that I ran for a year, five nights a week. It's something that is going to be experimental and interactive. And I just can't fucking wait. That being said. Coming on right now is my comedy sister. Um, I'm so proud of her. There's so many things I want to talk to her about. She's legitimately one of the funniest people I know, but such a good heart to go with it. She, for me, is, for you guys, I, I, if you can mix heart and laughs, to me, that's the strongest punch. And this person throws that punch repeatedly and lands it repeatedly. And one of my favorite people in the world. I like this. Are you? Are you? Are we live? Are we, yeah, because I just yeah, want to make sure we look. Oh, good. Good. You cute girl. You know, I showered. Oh, you did? I showered and I, I placed plants here. They're normally not there, but I put them there for you. Oh, that's nice. Are they the kind of plants that I like? No, but those are here as well. Those are always here. They're, they're everywhere. Now, Jessamy, I do want to let you know the type of people who are watching the stream right now. I just You can see the screen, right? This is a mention. This is a comment from Joseph. Oh, good. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you didn't fart, you're not alive. Well, actually, you do fart posthumously. So you do fart what? when you... Wait, what? You fart, you fart after you die. Okay. okay. Can I ask... Do you mean like right when you die, you fart or like a day later? You're like, <laughs> I mean, what, I, what do you mean? Like, you, mean you like probably, it? you're probably both. I would. <laughs> Me? Listen, you. Yeah. Guys, yeah. The Rude. first night, Jessamay <laughs> came to my house. We are, we were planning on doing a stream and we're just in my kitchen. And I just, she's staring right at me eye contact and i just hear <laughs> and she just and stares. <laughs> she raises her eyebrows like what and i'm like uh nothing i guess 
That was not a fart. That was a sound of concern. Yeah, you know, you know what farts are like. I like the farts that sounds like they sound like questions. Yeah, I love those. I love the like. Yeah, you know how like like if you have an English (laughs) accent, your voice goes up at the end. Yeah. I feel like my asshole is talking with a British accent. It's like hello. You know. Hello, lol. You playing basketball? Okay. Okay. What people don't know about us is we're equally bad at accents. Oh, am I bad? Am I bad? Hold on one second. <laughs> um, who? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, by the way, this is, look at Debbie. I know. <laughs> I will look. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, here's the thing about me and farts. I know we're going to move on to something much more um, really, really deep. I will always own it. Yes, true. I'll never be like, oh, God, who just let out that farm animal scent? Yeah, no. I wouldn't it, do that. No. It, you're you're upfront about it. You are aggressive because you make eye contact. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I, I also, Dave says her, her audio is 10 times louder than yours. I can okay. turn mine down, guys. Did, it, did this help at all? I'm a extremely loud woman, but I'm talking normally how about now how how, how, let's let's see about now how about now everybody how are we doing now how how about now how about now hold on you know what we're gonna do huh uh you know what i can do we can invite somebody on the screen to tell us how we sound should we do that let's do it yeah let's do a little sound check um now jessime um i have to ask you a couple questions about the uh, the special i'm doing yeah. Uh, mostly because I trust you and um, there it is, everybody. I trust you in your opinion. And so you know that I'm doing this special where I found my old, my very first comedy CD and I rewrote it and I'm, that's the special I'm doing. Your first, like not your first time doing stand-up, but the first CD you put out. Yes, first CD. And you're going to redo the material? I'm redoing, I rewrote, from my point of view right now that's great i love that idea i love that i didn't know that's what you were doing i knew you were doing and you're doing it live i'm doing it live and and so last night i think i decided um i think i decided that i'm going to i like how you're brushing your hair and you get the look i haven't had dick in six months this this pacifies me so i'm listening um does a dick and a brush hit the same I, I'm sorry. <laughs> that bumped me a little bit. <laughs> By the way. They're almost equally as soothing. Equally as soothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. I think for this stream, I'm going to do some comedy nerd shit. Like, I'm going to tell a joke the way I told it on the original CD so you can see the difference. Do you think that's okay to do? I think anything you do is okay to do. First of all, I think that's a really brave choice, and I think it's super unique. And for you, you're going to see the evolution of your voice, which as an artist, we don't necessarily see that so much because we're in it. So it's kind of hard for us to gauge where we've evolved. So just from a standpoint of your own personal and professional evolution, I think it's necessary. But from a standpoint of what 
the general specials provide, it's super unique. I think so too, right? I don't think anyone has the balls to do that. Or, or furthermore, they might not even think that that is something they could or should do. I mean, I, I've been packing up and I went through all of my papers and I found my first comedy set that I had printed out and I was reading through it and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. My first ever time doing stand-up. This is like 20 years ago. So, and this isn't anything, you know, I haven't, I don't even have like a CD or any sort of published stand-up. So I have nothing to, to gauge the way you are. But I think, I think that's just, that's just fun. It's fun. And and how much of it, like, I don't want to do it with every joke. I don't want to be like, this is this and this is this. But I think if I do it three or four times during the special, that seems like enough, doesn't it? I think... Whatever you gravitate to. No, you don't have to do every, you don't have to do every joke. There's no rules. But I think if there's, if you're looking through it and there's something that you have a very different, you know, complete dichotomy opinion to, you've made a total juxtaposition in your life. I think it's necessary to, to say it. I think anything that you still feel the same about, let it go. But if there's something you have a, like a very particular change in opinion you have to talk about it and you also have to be like hey this is what i thought then this is what i think now and why yeah i love that um this is an interesting comment from someone (laughs) for those of you who are just listening to my laugh for the first time i realize it sounds like a creature from the galapagos by by, by the way (laughs) for those of you who are just listening and not watching and all you're going to do is hear me and jessamay's laughs we apologize. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Josh sounds like a like a, one of those semi truck tires that got stabbed. <laughs> and I sound like a pterodactyl. You're like, oh, dinosaurs are still. Is that thing over the house? What is that? An is that an is that an osprey that's going down? What is it? <laughs> Why am I so red? What is going on? Am I You're embarrassed with yourself. Is that, is, is that, am I supposed to have a stroke? Like, why is that so, what is happening? You, you look, I look pale. You look like you've got some color. You know, you look like Tennessee's I got see. some color on you. Um, if I didn't know you better, i say you became a day drinker. Yeah, no, I do. By the way, I had a drink for the first time in about three and a half years the other night. You are not a boozer at all. No, I had some tequila at my show with Jelly Roll <gasps> and Philip Sweet. You met, so you got connected with Jelly Roll. Do you love him? Jessime. I know. He came on, so I do a show once a month at, at Zany's, mm-hmm. which is part music, part comedy, you know, and, and complete. You know what we did, Jessime? When you come, you have to come when we do one of these shows. Ready for this? Yes. So I had somebody go on stage for the first time. He had never been on stage before. Very first time. He did five minutes and he came off stage and then me and three other comics went into the green room, rewrote his act and sent him back on stage with a new act, but we sat by the side of the stage, and if he fucked up one of our jokes, we were like, you fucked that up, and we told the joke. <laughs> See, this is what we need to do. We need to shake up the system a little bit. That's, man, you know, that's what I mean by live. Did you hear me explaining why I like yeah. that stuff so much? Uh, you probably couldn't see me, but I was like, yep, 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 yep. It needs to be fun for us, and how many times yeah. have we both gone to each other? I feel like myself more recently, like, I don't know what to do. And, and it's just, 
your advice every time was have fun. What makes, what do you like to do? You need to have fun with it. And it's such a weird thing because it is stand up and it is fun, but it is what we do for a living. So there is a business approach to it. So sometimes we drown in either area, you know, and it's hard to see what the fun could be. So I think doing shit like that, man, like just, I, I can't stand people who think comedy is one specific thing and stand up has to be delivered in a particular package. Like nothing does. Life is so fucking short. There's no rules except for like with the IRS and like the law and, you know, general, you know, politeness. Keep keep your dick in your pants. Keep your dick in your pants. There's some rules. But when it comes to like performing, you don't have to keep your dick in your pants. Can I ask you something, Jessamie? And I I don't know if how public you've been with how difficult your last last few years have been. But do you find that your approach to comedy or anything like that, or just have fun or let's has been uh, affected or changed by what's happened in your life over the last couple of years? Like, I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you want to explain to people what, what, I mean, your last couple of years have been, they've been a fucking roller coaster of, Life. I feel like every sort of um, trial or tribulation has been compacted into the past four years. And I remember one time when I got off stage and I was in the middle of a few years ago when my dad was sick. It was before he had passed away. And I was at the comedy store, I think the main room. And I had gotten off stage and I passed you in the hallway and you go, what? You've changed. You're like, you're so, you're a different person out on that stage. You're more comfortable. You're more honest. You, I feel like you found your thing. Like you noticed it right away and I didn't even think of it. I wasn't even thinking about, oh, I need to evolve. I just evolved because I had gone through, you know, my dad's sickness. So I think, you know, the, the past four years, my dad got sick. A year later he died. Um, and then, a year prior to that, I was in a very tumultuous and abusive relationship that ended in a restraining order. Then my dad got sick. My dad died. And then, you know, uh, I had another boyfriend and that we broke up during quarantine and then lost my entire tour during quarantine. It was going to be like one of my greatest years on the road since I started stand up. And then my mom got sick and decided to kick the bucket. And so... I think I'm ready for a fucking comedy special at this point. <laughs> you know what? Just me, what I what I noticed that day on stage and I still remember the exact set you're talking about. I and it made me emotional watching it. Because I was like, oh this this is somebody who you know, when you used to go on stage, I was like, that is you know, and we all did it. We all mm-hmm. hit a point where we just decided not to do the act anymore. Yeah. Right. Yep. And, and so I remember watching you and being like, oh, she's not doing the act anymore. Like that, the song and dance part of Jessime is officially done. Yep. And you were so grounded and still, and you weren't, you know, for me, and you and I are very similar on stage, I think. When I'm not so confident in my joke, I'm louder. Me too. And I was like, oh, she's not loud. She's talking into the mic. She's, there's other things happening in life that have stripped away her song and dance. That, yes. There was so much other real shit happening. 
that that part of your body that was putting up masks wasn't it wasn't you didn't have enough strength for the mask exactly or energy i didn't have any energy for anything other than raw motion yeah uh, and and it wasn't a conscious move it just you know i think it's just something that sort of happens in life where you get humbled and you just start to evolve and become more honest and give less fucks who likes you yeah how you sound if someone's going to understand you i didn't give a fuck all of it i went inward on everything yeah you know i stopped putting all my energy trying to pull people in and i just went into myself yeah 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 you know also you you when you stop giving a fuck what other people think you're not censoring your emotion and you're obviously not censoring your um humor and to me that is the best combo when your reality which sometimes can be dark or rough um is mixed in with comedy and you and i i remember asking you about are you going to talk about your dad this was pre your mom i go are you going to talk about your dad on stage are you gonna, and you were like i don't know if i'm ready to do that yet i mean it's such a it it changed how could it not it yeah. changed how you walked around in the world mm -hmm. Has it changed what you think is funny? Or if you're like, that, that's too silly. Like, that's not even something I want to talk about anymore. Yeah, both of those things. It's made me want to only discuss things that I've either felt or experienced in real life. And it's made me, like, the second my dad started to get really sick, like you said, I just was looking at my act and I wasn't connected to it. I was like, I don't even know... Why am I saying? Why am I saying half of this shit just because yeah. it's funny? You know, it, just because something is funny does not mean it needs to go on stage. Yeah. It, it needs, for me, it's got to come from some root in my life. It has to grow out of something. That's where the change happened. And th darker things are much funnier to me now. They always were, but I gut laugh at the darkest shit and. I don't even think it's a coping mechanism. I think I'm pretty, I wear my, my trauma and my experiences as much on my sleeve as I'm comfortable with because obviously there needs to be some preservation and, mm -hmm. and dignity and, and some time for yourself, but I'm not um, impervious to sharing anything and you know making it be something that is tangible for my audience or people who are watching. But you know, with my dad, it was so hard to do jokes about my dad in particular because from prognosis to him passing away, it was within a calendar year. I know. And, you know, just the, the, the metrics of stand-up, that's mm -hmm. a really tight time to get things tight. So from like a logistical standpoint on the growth of an individual joke, it was very hard to grow a joke because my dad's sickness would advance and some other crazy shit would happen so like you know I'm, I'm trying to develop a joke about washing my dad and seeing him naked and having to like physically wash him 
and then the next month he's forgetting who I am. Those are two very different, very fucked up and very particular situations in life to deal with, let alone try to develop a joke from. Yeah, I had about eight flash in my head, but go ahead. <laughs> Please write them down. <laughs> when I come to Tennessee, we will get stoned and write it off. I just think about your dad's naked dick. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate you sharing. Yep, I got six right now. Would you want to go to the jokes or you want to continue on your sob story? I'm hard. Go ahead. Keep walking. Keep talking. <laughs> Talk about washing your dad slower. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm kind of hard. Keep walking. Uh, who's that guy? I don't know. He said he's keep he's kind of hard and we should keep walking. Rot row. Rot row. Yikes. Uh, yeah. I Look, I think when you're ready to talk about it um, and how it, you, you know, and how it changed you, because these are all, these are all, this is all fair game, Jesse May. I understand you, uh, if you don't want to talk about actually what happened. But the oh, we can talk about it. You can ask me anything. No, I mean on stage. Like the changes in you in this period. You know who's a good example of this? And um, I know he's told me before not to mention his name on the podcast. But I'm, I'm saying this out of respect. Um, you know, I was, I was always, I always respected Dane Cook as a performer, as a, an entertainer, as a marketer. Like he changed the game for every single comic out there sure did comic the way he tapped into social media was something nobody had ever done before when it was myspace he, yeah. was, he was doing what people are doing now on myspace his hustle and i would tell you that even though i never loved his stand-up because it wasn't my and, and that's not negative i know people get no. when you say that it's subjective and i wasn't his demo his demo was younger or yeah young. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. After his folks passed and his sister stole his money Ugh. and life became real, his stand-up changed. I said the same thing. His stand-up, and it's real now, man. There, there isn't any of that seeing, what's that, you know, the, the relationship joke? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, what you pack when you're mad. Right. Yeah, that, by the way, that kind of <laughs> stuff, which was great at the time for his... For his audience. But right now, man, I'm telling you right now, his stuff is real. And Dave says this about Titus, 100% about Titus. Titus would tell some dark stories that leave you laughing and humble, without a doubt. I'll have to check out Titus. This is the thing. People think just because you're a comedian, you know every single comedian set. I only know, like, some, uh, some of your jokes, some of Adam Ray's jokes, maybe some, you know, people who have died, but... I don't, I'll have to check Christopher Titus out because I, I would love some inspiration to see how, you know, people have navigated that. He, there's nobody that I know that talks about personal dark issues and stories better than Titus. I mean, if you don't know his story, I'm not going to break it down for you. But go back and look at how Christopher grew up and um, look at how he talks about it. It's there is no getting around how dark his upbringing was. 
and he he makes it funny every fucking time. I think if you the key is to have experienced it and to have those real emotions yep. surrounding it. Hey! Ooh, ooh! Let Brad Pitt know. Let him know. Booga 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 booga. Booga booga booga. Noise your titties make? Is that the booga booga? Yes, booga sir. Oh, you know the booga booga. Everyone knows it. I've never heard that the titties make. Noise. Oh, booga booga booga. <laughs> I like how you made like the Cosby Jello face. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> <Ooga booga. laughs> um, but by the way, we we I don't want to gloss over our accents. So let's make sure we get back because you and I are going to do an accent competition. Oh, you're going to lose three different countries that? right in there. Where did, yeah, I know. Where did we do that competition? Where was that again? Um, we did that. It was at your house. It was we, a high life. We were on the way to the weed cafe in the back of that. <gasps> that it was after your house. Yes, yes. We were with um, we were with Boomer. Yeah, we were with Jakey. Yeah. And there was, you know, pre-pandemic, there was a weed cafe in L.A. It was just opening up. Lowell Cafe. Yeah, and you could just walk in. There was no booze or anything, but you could walk in and order food, and they had a menu of weed. It was amazing. It was and, amazing. Um, we did it in the back of that Uber. That poor Uber driver had to oh. listen to your terrible accents. Your, you know what? We should, you, who, who should we have? Can you have someone pick an accent for us? So I'm going to okay. give you a couple of names, Jess May, and you pick out which one I'm going to bring on screen to have us do an accent Should, mm -hmm. do you want mo michelle ray ray christopher sam or laura ray ray come through ray ray what do you got this is a great choice ray 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 how are you hi ray, ray. how are you both doing hello jessamy um ray ray uh we'll leave it up to you you can pick either a person or a place and give us an Ooh. accent and jessamy and i will nail it I'd like to do an Irish accent. Oh, Irish accent it is. You know why Ray Ray said Irish is because she's heard me try to do an Irish accent before. Oh. Um, okay, so let's, uh, should I just find a quote for us to say? Yeah, you should find a quote. It's always better when we have some like literature to go off of. I agree. By the way, Jessamay, have you seen the book? You've seen the books that I've been reading, right? I don't know. No. What books have you been reading? Did you see the newest one, Peter Pitched a Tent? <laughs> Did he? Yeah. That <laughs> little minx. <laughs> Peter always pitches a tent. That little rascally rabbit. Have you seen my cardboard cutout of Kevin Hart? Hold on. <gasps> is that is that actual size? <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. Sorry, Kevin. I can't find. I love that you have a teeny, teenier Kevin Hart than the real Kevin Hart. Yeah, why not? Well, I can't find. The book. The, I usually have a book of just weird things to say. So I'll I'll give you. I'll just give you a, a question to ask. Okay. To say, Am okay. I going first? Are we? And are we both saying the same thing? Hold on. Let's yeah, I think more. we have to say the same things so that people can. You know. Okay. Sort of hear the differences. Okay. Okay. Are we going Northern Ireland? Um, I'm gonna leave dealer's choice. <laughs> I don't know the difference. <laughs> I don't either. Okay, all right. So I was like, oh no. Um, 
for those of you looking for the StreamYard link, there it is. All right, so. He's <laughs> supposed to see that. <laughs> there it is. Uh, hey, everybody. There it is. Okay, good. <laughs> Did you memorize it? There it is. Okay, there it is. You got it. There it is. Um... <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah. Okay, this is what you're going to say. Oh, my Lord. By the way, this game is called I'm Not Saying You're Stupid. And so it has a bunch of facts. That sounds like something you would say leading into something. I'm not saying you're stupid, but. <laughs> it is. Um, I, I, I'm almost done with Tony's Nuts. Um, oh, I finished Tony's Nuts in high school. And why are you going to make him look like old person lips? Like, this, this, this is this is definite old. This is right. This is what? How old is this person? Ready? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. How old is this person? Oh, eighty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's eighty-nine-year-old still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both those people are eighty-nine. <laughs> um, all right. Let's both say this. Okay. What percentage of people die in their sleep? By the way, We're, do you want to know the answer to that? It's 3%. Let, should we bring somebody else on to guess? Yeah, always. Okay. Who do you want to bring? Who do you want to bring on? Mo, Michelle, William, Linda, Laura, or Christopher? William. I mean, who still names their kid William? William. 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 Grandfather. <laughs> oh, are you a fourth? No, oh my God, no, but my father was junior, my brother was a third, and he had a fourth. Frank Winfield Decker the fourth. Why? That's a lot of names. Yeah. I hope he owns no, something. Yeah. Especially I, I, your no, name's not, not Frank. Frank. No. Yeah, you're no, not a Frank. I'm not, no, my, my brother was, my brother is junior the third, so, but anyway, go ahead. All right, here we go. Dave says 37%. Interesting. Hmm. I'm going to ask you a question, William. If you are within 10 percentage points, I will send you a piece of merch. What percentage right. of people what percentage of people die in their sleep? 18. Oh, dude. Damn, he said that confidently like he had something to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> like he strangled half of them. <laughs> 10 percent are done by William Ratford, by the way, General the Fourth. He's talking. He's killed eighteen people in their sleep. Yes, he's talking about. Yes, <laughs> it wasn't a percentage. That was his record. Yeah, <laughs> that's his record in a week. Um, William, listen to me. I want you right now to go to your Facebook Messenger and send me your address, dude, because you won. Oh, rock on! Fifteen percent is the number. What? What are people doing in their sleep? Why are they dying in their sleep? Like sleep apnea? I almost said 15. That's the number one cause of sleep death? William, some of your address. I don't think sleep apnea is the, is the number one. Well, now we need to know what's causing people. 15% of people are dying in their sleep. That's a huge percentage. Well, Corey thought it was 100, so I think, you know what I mean? Well, you I mean, know. Technically, I guess he's right. I mean, yeah, I mean, 15% feels like 100%. It might as well be 100%. 
you know what's crazy is uh, to me, fifteen percent sounded low. Um, have you been living? Do you see all the things like when you're awake that can kill you? You see how many old people there are? Oh, I mean, that's a lot of old, old people. Guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a lot of old people. That's what I was. I was just figuring in the old people. I wasn't figuring in like me and you right now. I'm not going to sleep tonight, except, you know, unless I take too many mushrooms. But um, could you have you fallen asleep at taking too many mushrooms? Uh, there's a fine line between falling asleep and passing out. I think. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I, I guess fall asleep is the right term, but I'm. How do you know you haven't died and woken up in your new life? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Is it technically falling asleep if you don't remember closing your eyes and you wake up somewhere that's not your bed? Yeah. Yeah, I would consider that sleep. I would consider it sleep. Yeah. I mean, Glenn says he hope he dies in his sleep like his grandpa, although he would prefer not to be driving at the time, which is probably smart. Wow. Okay, so did your grandpa die while he was driving? I love how people give their per most personal, intimate details in like a one-sentence joke. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lump on my left nut. Hey! <laughs> wow, wow. Excuse me. Okay. Excuse me. Here we go, Irish. Oh, I forgot we were doing something. Okay. Now, here's the deal. There is no practicing. We're not allowed to practice. You can't say it out loud. That's the key. So if you can practice, anybody can kind of get in the ballpark. But the fact that you just have to – because I think I'm like you. Like, I know I'm supposed to do that. But I can't hear it in my head. So when I'm going to start talking, it's going to sound terrible. But here we yeah. go. Here's my Irish accent. And I'm saying, what percentage of people die in their sleep? Okay. I'm going to put lipstick on listening. I just love you've gone hairspray, you've gone brush, lips. But why lipstick 40 minutes in? Because I want the people to know that I still try. <laughs> okay, you ready? Uh-huh. What percentage of people die in their sleep? Oh, I nailed that. That might be the best accent. What percentage of people die in their sleep? Best Irish accent ever. Okay, those were two different places. You said it twice, and there was the first one sounded almost like Scotland, uh -huh. which is in the ballpark of Ireland. Let's hear you do it. Ready? Um, okay, and by the way, how many people are we bringing on to how many? Are we taking 10 votes, 5 votes? What um, you whatever you feel you need to win. All the votes. <laughs> what is the sentence again? What percentage of people I die in their sleep? So tell me it sounds like Pakistan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. The sentence is what percentage of people die in their sleep? Okay. 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 What percentage of people die in their sleep? Do it again. What percentage of people die in their sleep? Okay, so Jackie and Bradley both said mine was like Scottish Indian. A hundred percent. You sound like an Uber driver. Jennifer said I sounded like a lad. <laughs> <laughs> but you sounded like a drunk guy in New York. Like I don't know. Yeah, I just went. I just kind of went real subtle and and put a little thing in somewhere. I don't. Even, I think I put it in different places two or three different times, but you know what? That's fine. I like sexy Russian. Okay. But why Russian, what the percentage of people die in their sleep? Your new character, that one you sent me, is the best thing anyone She's 
my fuck Nadia, listen, she can't be bothered. She likes, you know, she's a sugar daddy. I need a sugar daddy. It's everything. You guys pay for your rent. How stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is, this is. I think it's unanimous. It really does sound like, is there anybody on the stream? <laughs> Look what Butch said. Look what Butch said about you. Where? His, spell, his spelling is terrible. Butch Matek. Matic. Oh, Butch. Oh, yeah. Here we go, bitch. It sounded like an Egyptian magician. Look how he spelled Egyptian. Is that how you spell it? That's how Butch spells it. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. I mean, he's the only person. You know what I mean? Hey, you know what's funny? Just made? There was one time. Um, okay. There was one time uh, Joe Diaz was at my house. And it was my daughter's birthday. And I asked him, I go, hey, where's the C-A-N-D-Y? Right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, it's in the D-R-A-W. And I go, what? And he goes, it's in the D-R-A-W. And I go, I don't know what that is. He goes, draw? it's in the drawer. It's in the fucking drawer. I go, <laughs> I go, that's D-R-A-W-E-R. And he goes, no, that's not how I say it. I go, yeah, but that's how we all spell it. Like, you can say it how you want, but we all have to spell it the same. You know what I mean? You can't just start deciding you're going to spell it differently too, bro. You know what I mean? Like, he just decided since that's how he said it, that's how he was going to spell it. I'm like, there's already a word spelled that. Oh, that's why he's so magical. He really is. Yeah. He, he called me. I was doing Weeds Day, and he called during Weeds Day, so I just answered it. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, about to drop a 400 milligram into my night tea. <laughs> oh, my God. A 400 milligram into his night tea, his evening tea. Oh, my God. That is so crazy that that is a, you know, the very first time um, I had never really dealt with edibles before. And he, do you know Gavin? You know our friend Gavin Boyd? Mm-hmm. He... You know, Joe is one of the reasons I love Joe, and I've known him for obviously. forever. Yes. And one of the reasons I like him is that he likes to fuck with people. Joey is one of the best for a multitude of reasons. One, he plays the long game like me. He probably has six or seven jokes out there right now that somebody will call him in three months and be like, fuck you. And he'll be like, I forgot I did that. You know what I mean? Like, he's <laughs> Got him cooking somewhere in the country, right? And I like doing that too. But he also doesn't need to see his joke happen, and neither do I. If I set the trap, I don't need to, a phone call is fine. Like you know the Brad I mean? Pitt trap? Do your yeah. people all know about your Brad Pitt trap you set on me for like a year? Does everybody know about that? You said it on Annie's podcast. You told you texted me and said I was going to save this, but since I let the cat out of the bag, I had to tell you that I told everybody about how. Well, you can tell him. So, talk about okay. the long game. Rude. I'll get back to this. I'll get back to the the uh, Joe Diaz. So, Jessime was having a tough time. And, <laughs> you're having a yeah, we went through a breakup. Brutal. Yeah, and I'm trying to help, and I think, and, and um, uh, as a good friend is, and you know, I know it's been a tough couple years for, her and. I'm trying to help, and um, what better way to help than to fuck with her? <laughs> so she's having a tough go, and I know she's a big Brad Pitt fan. So I just text her. I go, hey. And I send her a contact that just says Brad Pitt. And I go, look, 
I know you're in a tough way. I would never do this otherwise. But if this will make you feel better, you know, I'm your brother. Just don't tell him you got the number from me. But if you want to call and hear his voice, here's his number. And you were like, get the fuck out of here. Is this really? I'm like, it is. And, and your first question was, an illegitimate question, how do you know Brad Pitt? Right. Not that I didn't think you could. I just no, wanted to know how. I wanted to know. I needed some reference. Legitimate question. And I, I gave you an answer that I think was believable. I basically just said, uh, you know, I was at a party with him one night and I was like friend of a friend. We were all there, but we were leaving and I was the only one who had my phone on me because you weren't allowed to bring your phone into this party. And he wanted my friend to have the number, his number. So I took his number. Yeah, it was, it was almost exactly that. Yeah, it was just third party. He didn't mean to give it to me. And he doesn't really know me, but he'd know who I was. So don't say you got the number from me. It's the way you, the way you did it made me plan how I was going to use the number. So I, would t I texted you every now and then. I've used the number or you would text me. It's just really his number. Which every time like once a week I texted you. I laughed. I turned to Beth. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get her. I'm about to get her. She's texting me now. Beth messaged me. I told her to. Oh, that's what really, I'm going, oh, we got to, oh, it's really his number. Beth, there's no way she would, why would she have any skin in the game? Oh, I told her. I go, text Beth and I just. That's what solidified it for yeah. me. And I was like, and then I started referencing resources to help me plan how I was going to use a number, which when I told you, I hit up my girl Carly and was like, okay, I've got Brad Pitt's number. We have to make a plan on how I'm going to send him a message and have it not be weird that he never gave me his number, but I'm reaching out to him. We had a whole plan. And, and what, I, what the plan, it was a genius plan. The plan was, she goes, okay, First of all, you're going to like beat your face to the nines. You're just going to put makeup on, but not too much makeup on, but like makeup on so that like you look like you look as good as his ex French girlfriend or whoever that Russian bitch was who had the husband. And then right. they went to the South Were of France. Were you planning on booga booga in him? Oh my God. I would eat Brad's ass and I don't eat ass. I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't put my mouth on man's butts, but I would put my mouth on Brad's butt. I bet you it tastes just just like earth. It tastes just amazing. I want you to know, by the way, I agree with you on not putting your mouth on a man's booty hole. I well, think yeah. that's self-preservation. That's yeah. like a smart move. Especially, I feel like you've come, you've had a lot of pant crapping situations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's yep. been a lot of shart, shartuations in your life. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I bet you... I'm on the upper percentile of people <laughs> who have had yeah. shark situations. And I would even go further on that and add to it and say that I would even say that you would put yourself in a shark situation so you had a shark situation that you could discuss. Listen, I need stories for stage. A hundred percent. I think you would eat a, a, a mole, like a wet mole burrito at a questionable place. Just so you could have a situation on your hands. Uh, uh, there have been plenty of times where I'm like, I don't want to do this, but I'm about to because I need a story. I need a new closer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 150%. Yeah. 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 That's your vibe. Yeah. <laughs>
I just need, yeah, I need, I like telling stories. I need a silly story. Let's, let's, let's get one going. Yeah, you're the type of person who you would go places and do things just for the experience and the fodder. Yeah. You're, you're game to talk to anybody to yeah. like go into a weird warehouse where there's yeah. lights flashing. You're not, you're not running away from danger. No, 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 no. I, I also like the weird, the more I talk about weird <laughs> shit, the more it finds me. <laughs> of course. Jessamay, did I tell you about that dude sitting next to me on the plane who had a baby squirrel in his pocket? You! <gasps> I should have told you! You sure it wasn't me? <laughs> this motherfucker had a baby <gasps> squirrel on the plane. I understand it. Flights are scary and squirrels are really snuggly. Yo, first of all, I, Bradley says... My friend's facial expression when they hear I'd eat Brad's ass was priceless. <laughs> you are on a Zoom call. This is my <laughs> Zoom meeting to get Brad Pitt into my pussy hole. Into your, say it again? Pussy hole. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you, but is, do you need to say hole after pussy? Isn't that just a, it's a given? Well, I mean, I guess it's implied. I mean, the whole area is a vagina, but the vagina is made up of all the vagina, not just the hole. So I just want to specify that I don't want Brad like in the vicinity of it. Yeah. I want him snugged right up inside like a pet squirrel. I'm going to ask you a couple. <laughs> I, your ideal, like a pet squirrel, when the uh, when the the ideal Brad Pitt date. You want me to tell you the ideal Brad date? Yeah, Wait. Do you want me to? Do you want me? You want? You mean you want me to finish telling you what the plan was? Yes. So she said, get yourself looking real cute, put on some lashes, and then she said, you're going to text the number, you're going to take a screenshot with proper lighting, she had me set up my ring light and everything, and she was like, you're going to take a picture and then send the photo, and then in the text you're going to say, hey, I'm on my way, do you need anything? Booga booga. And booga booga booga, do you need anything, i.e. some lube... And by the way, when Beth texts me, do you need anything? It's like <laughs> almond milk. Do you know what I mean? You never run Brad. out of lube? That's not a text. That's a, Can that, you please tell her you need that next time? Sure. Tell yeah. her you need KY jelly for an art project. Oh, for yeah, I'll do for arts and crafts. That's a good idea. It's a great idea. It'd be amazing. Did you just <laughs> All right, and by the way, Butch has a particular. Is this how the story ends? Because he wants to know. <laughs> Why, B Butch? Are you about to finish? Do you want me to wrap up? No, no. I want you to get to the whole story. So you. Look I thought cute. Butch was about to climax. Yeah. Um, so she said I should say that because then it would require him to respond, and also if he saw my photo, he would see I'm a cute girl and like not somebody coming to attack him, but right. that he would respond, being like, uh, "I think you have the wrong number." And then the plan kind of fizzles out there because we didn't know what to do beyond that. But at right. least send the photo. Because you can't be like, oh, wrong number. Sorry, is this Brad Pitt? Yeah, right. <laughs> and you never, when anyone says wrong number, you never go, oh, well, whose number does it happen to be? Yeah. I've had somebody call me and be like, who is this? I'm like, motherfucker, you dialed my number, dude. Like, what do you mean, who is this? Really? I've never who, had that. Who is this? Now, who is, Brad Pitt is your ultimate ultimate, right? I mean, Stamos was up there for a hot minute, but then Brad Pitt started looking like a, te like a you know, 
like a college art teacher and I just got really into it. He really did. I'll tell you something. And, and I've discussed this with people before, so I'm really curious your opinion. What's your favorite pit? Now, is it Fight Club pit? Is it, is it Thelma and Louise pit? I can tell you my favorite pit. What is it? Legends of the Fall, because you get three different pits. You do. You get Bearded Pit. You get Haven yeah. Pit. You get Indian Pit. You get Oh, Indian oh, Pit. I like that you went Indian Pit. <laughs> yeah, no, Indian with that. Yeah. So what, what is your, uh, what's your favorite pit? Oh, it's a tough one. I'm going to have to say. River Runs Through It Pit is River cool. Runs Through It pit is pretty solid because let's be honest we could be heading in a direction where we need to learn how to fly fish yeah <laughs> yeah and build cabins with our bare hands so i yeah. might need to go with the river runs through it but also jennifer goes interview with a yeah vampire. that's the second that's the second one because it's like every girl most girls i'm projecting but i'm speaking for a large group of women like a little bit of gentle violence with their sexual experiences and i feel like a, a vampire could provide some violence that would satisfy and check that box okay i'm gonna just ask a couple of people uh what their favorite pits are and we'll see where yeah they you mind. yeah go Michelle. ahead any one of them <laughs> all the pits back up off my man back up off of my man michelle michelle has gone straight all pit is that a lizard on her shoulder no a lizard. oh do you see what is that behind you michelle i thought it was the, a lizard <laughs> No, that's definitely random not. shit i don't know oh, okay it looked like a lizard i was like i'm gonna back up because she's got way, reptiles if michelle joined the stream with a lizard on her shoulder would be the fucking most and that, what if she never mentioned it just gangster lizard just she wouldn't she wouldn't mention it she she doesn't have the face talked about yeah yeah just pet the lizard do you see how it kind of looks like a lizard now over her shoulder <laughs> Oh, it looks like a camera lens is what it looks like to me. Oh, okay, okay. It's a lamp. It's a lamp. Okay. Yeah. okay. I love so lamp. We've learned that Jessamay doesn't know the difference between a lamp and a lizard, which is... Rude. Rude, but accurate. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Michelle... Uh, Beautiful cheekbones. There you go. She had a very Scandinavian face. Benjamin yeah. Button's a good one because you get, you get a full spectrum... Of the pits. Of the pit. Laura, pick your pit, Laura. Laura's gorgeous. Hi, yeah. Laura. Oh, interview Laura, with pick vampire. your pick. Interview yeah. with the vampire? See? Oh, interview with the vampire. All the way. All right? She wants to get bitten. Since I was 12, I always loved me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she wants some of that immortal yeah. dick. Wait, I am, I'm so fascinated by this. The, the bite stamina. is sexy? Yeah, of course. They never die, first of all. Um, they're rich as fuck because like they've been around for centuries. They have, like, ships. And they speak like old English, and they know they knew Shakespeare. He knew Shakespeare. We say ships. The interview. I, if, Ed, is oh, it well known that vampires own ships? Oh, they own ships for sure. How do you think they've survived all those hundreds of thousands of years? I don't think it's the ships. Rude. Ask Ask Noah. Ask right. Noah. I mean, listen, Jackie's going Troy. Oh, that's a good one because. Hey, he literally fought a war for a woman. Okay, let's try Linda. Linda, pick your pit. I like the oceans. Oh, all oh. of the ocean pits because he's dressed nice. He's cool. He's always he's eating. Smart. He's always eating. 
He makes that noise. He's always licking his finger. He's always eating in every one of those scenes. That was yeah. his character choice. And yeah. I got something for I got a little muffin for him to snack on. Oh my god. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> that was a really well placed one, Linda. Perfect. <laughs> All right. By the way, Jessime, how much liquid is in that cup? You've been drinking out of it for an hour. It's an endless cup. You don't, you haven't seen these on Amazon? They refill themselves. That is the, I'm like, this, this. she's been drinking out of that <laughs> cup. For, and it hasn't, you haven't tilted it past here the entire time. No, it's filled with Brad Pitt semen. You can get it right off of Amazon.com. Oh, my God. By the way, Jessamay, I have something I'm going to send to you. And I want you to taste it. This is a breast milk lollipop. If I send it to you, will you taste it? 150%. No way. <laughs> Come on, man. You don't want to try it? Who's breast milk? Uh, it's Brenda. Who the fuck is Brenda? Just the person on the website. <laughs> Does it have a nutrient list? Yeah, I'm going to send you some. Uh, oh, oh, Debbie says you just poured more. <laughs> I uh, did just pour more. <laughs> uh, okay, Melissa, pick your pit. Oh, my pit is definitely Fight Club. All day. Whoa. Oh, you better back up, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I will fight club your ass for that pit, okay? Yeah. Josh, Josh, I need that shirt. I want the I like weird shit shirt. You do? I'm dying to win it. What 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 size shirt are you? Medium. Where, large. where are you? Where are you right now? Jacksonville, Florida. Alright, here's where He'll we're hand going. deliver it to you, Melissa. No, but you know what I'm gonna do, Melissa. <laughs> Since you asked so nicely, and I'm in. Thank you so much. I've been like, I've catch, I always catch your lives whenever like way later on because I fall asleep before ten on Monday, so I never get a high live. That's all right. So you never get a chance, but today was your chance, and this is the first time I'm seeing you underneath here, and I I I, I uh, appreciate you always um trying to check out the stream. So send me your address, and I'll drop you a I, I like weird shit shirt. How about that? Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate what? it. And just so you know, and, 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 I, and I still love you even though you picked the wrong pit. You should I pick mean, the wrong pit. Are you going to give her breast milk pop? No, that's just for you. Maybe I should just gift mine to her and she can have it. It sounds like she works a lot. She could probably use the nutrients. I think well, you should hooga booga whenever you hand it to <laughs> I'm starting to see why you haven't seen a dick in six months. <laughs> If I was in a bedroom with someone, they'd be like, oh, 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 oh. I'd be like, what the? what the fuck is happening? By the way, that picture you drew of me on the High Live. Legendary. Is, is the single best thing that has ever happened on the High Live. It's legendary. I'm an artist. My niece and nephew were trying to fight me for it, and I told them that it's going up in the MoMA. So it, it is, it is the, and we still, I have to send you those addresses. Guys, I haven't sent her those addresses. Yeah, yet. You, you got to send me cause somebody won them. I need to like Three make people. copies of it. Three people won. And we have to send them. I mean, if yeah. for those of you who need to see it, because it's that amazing. Did you frame it? Yeah, of course I did. Oh my God. This is those, the eyelids are I mean, look at the definition in the eyes and the yeah. hat. It's, oh, the hair is good, too. 
the hair. I mean, and look at the your aura is purple. Yeah, it really. I mean, you nailed that in a way that. I me. move over Van Gogh. Yeah. Oh, you didn't frame it. It's on your phone. I know, but I wanted you to think it was framed. Um, the fact that you thought that was a frame. There's just this teeny little fuck. Yeah, I framed it in this little. I can't. Um, that, that's like old man shit right there. <laughs> Did you frame it? Oh, uh, is that a frame? Okay, so I'm gonna ask two dudes their favorite pits. And oh, this will be fun. To be secure with their masculinity, Mo, name your pit. Uh, definitely has to be. Probably snatch pit because he looks like a. Oh my god, I would love long. him to snatch this snatch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, dude was ripped. He had tattoos. He spoke with a crazy accent. His mom was definitely off the kilter. Yeah. That, yeah I think most dudes dude. would pick snatch. I feel like he, that's. He, a, well, you're you're kind of generalizing there, and that's kind of messed up. But we'll, oh, we'll is this our do. first fight, Mo? I mean, yeah. listen, Mo just somebody just triggered Mo. Oh, Mo got triggered. Listen, Mo, if you get a half chub for Pitt, no one's going to hold it against you. Yeah, you can hold your half chub against yourself. (laughs) 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 Oh, Bradley said Snatch Pitt for sure, too. I'm telling you, dudes love Snatch Pitt. And I think they like Snatch and Fight Club Pitt and girls like Legends of the Fall and Vampire Pitt. But why do I like Legends of the Fall Pitt? Because the jury's still out on your scenario. Oh, my God. Oh, by the way, this is not a terrible call. <gasps> now, I will tell you, I remember seeing Mr. and Mrs. Smith in the theaters and thinking to myself, these two people, they were both at the height of their good looking. Height of it. I and remember they- watching that and watching uh, her, Angelina, in that movie. And maybe even I was with Beth and saying her looks are so distracting. She's so good looking. I'm having trouble watching this fucking movie. Yeah, I mean, she was so good looking. Brad was having trouble staying in his relationship. Hey, oh. Hey, Do me a favor. Next time you do it, just make brush, but be like, and spray as you brush. Okay, next time I say a joke, I'll do that. Okay, I love that. Um, okay, here's the question I like to ask people. And by the way, um, one of my favorite things about you is how i've never had an std yes thank you um is how in in our conversations are like this in general how we seem to be able to go between serious and funny and <laughs> you know what i mean and not really skip a beat and not change no i i love that i i i i think you know this i feel so mm, relaxed around you yeah me too I really do like like um, I just it just feels very natural. So I always yeah. enjoy talking to you. You 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 are, and I'll say this too before I ask you this question. Oh God, I feel uh, like there's gonna be a, like a fucking no. <laughs> okay, okay. You you um, are are not only do I love you because you're my friend and and you're a good person and you've always been there for me or reached out to me um, when I was going through some stuff, but you are such a unique voice and the ability that you have to be able to go in between the silly and the real is so special. It really is. I really, and I love watching you and listening to your podcasts and, and 
you can bring that out of everybody you talk to. It's, it's, it's a real special skill, man. And I'm happy to see you back out here doing your thing, you know? I appreciate that. That means a lot coming from you. And, you know, I've, you have been a person that I've leaned on a lot during this very tumultuous time. So I value your friendship and, and value your opinion and, you know, the fact that we both go through stuff, but that we make space and time for each other and check on each other. That's important. There's, you know, yeah, it's friends are the family you choose. And that's how I feel about you. You're the best, man. And so I, I want to ask you these, this question that I've asked a bunch of people, and I'm so curious to hear your answer now. And don't, don't give me your answers too quick. I want you to think on this. So not too long ago on this podcast, we were talking about orgies with, with orgies, right? And then one of the people on here, Kat, who's down below, and I'll bring her on in a second. Um, they, uh, she had been to an orgy, and I was like, what do you bring to an orgy? And then my question was, if you were going to bring five things to an orgy, like you could bring a gift like a bag. Now, I'll tell you, some people went mouthwash, TikToks, Tic Tac. Some people went food. Some people went like, somebody said a drone. Yeah, because they want to they want to drone fuck somebody. Uh, somebody uh, was bringing uh, an extra dick. So you anything, but you're bringing five. Uh, um, somebody brought soap. <laughs> you know what I mean. So you're bringing five things. I have to tell you the five things. Tell me what five you're bringing. One, a shank. Gee, that's some prison shit. How? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know these motherfuckers. I'm a girl. I know the ratio. I know. I watch Dateline. Okay. Shank number one. Okay. You want to just bring a straight knife? It's, you're not in prison. You could just bring a knife. No, because I want somebody who was at the orgy to be like, yo, this blonde bitch brought a shank. Yeah, shank's pretty And they're going to be like, you mean a knife? And they're going to be like, no, a shank. That, I love that. Dude, shank does make you a little more badass. What? If you have a knife, someone's like, oh, you have a knife. Like, what, and what knife am I going to get? My lemon slicing knife? <laughs> the knives I have are the worst knives. I'm bringing a shank. Bring a bread knife? Yeah. Isaac is bringing water, baby back ribs, chips, a lighter, and weed. Isaac, that's not an orgy. That's just your house during quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's everyone in quarantine. Yeah. Um, I like the list, though. That is a good one. Okay, so tell me. Uh, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Are you bringing a food or a beverage of any kind? No, because this isn't the AMC theater. Do, right. do you bring snacks into sex? I mean, people... Well, I've never been in an orgy situation, so where you, I think you have sex more than once, right? So don't you get tired or... Look, I don't know how much stamina people have, but like I'm I'm not here to do a marathon situation. I don't I don't think like the general fumes that come out of an orgy are going to be the freshest, so I'm in and out. Okay, hold on one second. I'm going to bring the only person on screen who's been to an orgy and let's okay. ask her a couple of these questions. Okay. Cat. Is she okay? Cat's at work. Maybe we shouldn't ask her about the orgy. It looked like she was being uh, uh, <laughs> Cat, are you okay? Blink if you're okay. Mm-mm. Yeah, we'll talk to you about that later, okay? <laughs> What's up, man? We, we, you're the only person we know that's been to an orgy before, so we had a couple questions. Cat, are you being robbed? 
No, I'm working. Is it work? But Kat, Kat, Jessamine. I'm going to bring a shank. Jessamine wants to bring I agree. You okay. probably need one. But Probably, but, especially with our group of friends, it's probably a good idea. But wait, See? but Kat, let me ask you a question. Jessamine says she's going to be in and out. That's not an orgy. you got to stick around, right? Well, like I told you, I was kind of in and out on it, too. I mean, I was there for like an hour, but it was like an all-night thing. So, I mean, I think that's more up to self. That you, you decide, I mean, if there's a dick worth sticking around for, then stick around. But if there's not, then roll in and bounce out. Cat's a ride or die, bitch. I want to go to a concert with this one. Let me just tell you something. I don't. I, I never thought I'd hear the sentence, well, if there's a dick worth sticking around for, you stick around. Is that what she just said? I couldn't hear. I mean, amen. Move over, Maya Angelou. <laughs> if there's a dick worth sticking around, you stick it's around. Like inspirational quote. Yeah, I... I <laughs> Isn't that the poster with the cat hanging onto the branch? If there's yeah. a dick work hanging around for you, you hang, hang around. around. Yeah, a hundred percent. I ha I had that in my in my in my room when I was a kid. Okay, so you have a shank. You have shank, mm -hmm. and what else you bring? Um, a shank mace, can of mace. Are you going double? Yeah, you got to go double. There always has to be backup. Okay, okay. One hundred fifty percent backup. Okay. Um, my third water or anything? Tequila, which is tequila. water for real people. And it also can disinfect if something looks. It's very multifunctional. Disinfect. You can distract. You can hydrate. You can also medicate. Yep. Um, you can bless people. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. That's, nice. that's, that's nice. how you bless hoes. You don't bless them with holy water. You bless them with tequila. You just put tequila in their eyes. Got yeah. It. You just right in their asshole. You actually have to get it right in the hole. They have to relax <laughs> and open their hole, and then the hole catches it. It winks at you. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> It's like it's like uh, Mr. Peanut uh. <laughs> with his monocle. <laughs> oh man, how great would it be if you could somehow on a date figure out how just to get a monocle on your asshole? And so if, when the guy goes back, it'd be hard. It'd be dangerous because you don't want to cut your asshole. Yeah, you don't want to snap that. Your asshole, Mr. Peanut. So when they pull down your pants and they and the, you have a little monocle on your butthole? Oh, that'd be so cute. Especially if you could put a little teeny bow tie underneath it. Like a really evening fancy. <laughs> and the bow tie is just one long hair that you tied into a knot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right so you have what we went shank mace, mace tequila tequila weed wow weed okay. so far we have weapons in in narcotics yeah weapons in narcotics. so it's okay so you're not doing anything like uh soap or hand sanitizer or a change of clothes or no, no, because I'm hoping they've got some sort of running water mm -hmm. situation, mm -hmm. and you know, I'm I'm not I'm not going to be hanging around a lot uh, long enough to like change my outfit and wash like a river rat. Yeah. I'll actually I'd find a river before I would bring hand sanitizer. Okay, <laughs> all right. You're really planning on getting out of there. Yeah, I I don't I think lingering is where you get in trouble. Okay. 
you can't linger. There's no way you can linger. You have to, you got to dine and dash. And speaking of dine and dash, I probably, you know, and now that I've got my shank, my mace, my tequila, and my weed, I feel like there's an, there's a chance I'm not going to want to fuck anybody, but at this point I'm a little drunk and stoned. I'm definitely going to want something to eat. Yeah. So I'll probably bring a chicken tortoise sandwich. Wow. Okay. So this list <laughs> for sure is different than anybody else. <laughs> there is no doubt about that. Uh, <laughs> so you, you've gone with a chicken tortoise sandwich. Uh-huh. Uh, tequila. Yeah. Weed. Yes. Shank. Y- yes. Mace. Yes. So when you walk in to an orgy with those five things, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something right now. The dudes who are going to be interested in fucking you, you're going to want to keep an eye on. Yeah. 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 These are not, these are not guys. These are not guys that I think you want to bring anywhere else besides that orgy. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's orgies should stay there. You don't want to, you know, you're not going to like bring that person around your family. No. No. Orgy, orgy people are orgy people. They don't go anywhere else. I agree with that. Debbie just calls that a Sunday at your house. So true. Yeah. Rude, rude, but accurate. And Linda makes <laughs> called you serial killer. <laughs> Linda, Linda. And Rude. Bo, Bo is like Jess is danger. Yeah, you're dangerous. Out of you North have to be. Listen, out. these streets are not kind to women all the time. <laughs> you say orgy and you show up and there's like four dudes in a duffel bag and some tape and a garbage bag with, you know, lie in the corner. And you're like, what in the Breaking Bad is going on here? Yeah, that doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound good. A bitch has got to protect herself. So tell me something, man. What, what, I know you're back in L.A. Mm-hmm. And you haven't been in LA in how long? Three months. Tell me how you like it. Tell me if you like being back. Tell me if you still have a little wanderlust. Like I know we, you and I had talked about some plans, about some ideas for some things to you, for you to do. And I'm just curious where you're at mentally. I feel, I feel like it's not where I live anymore. I think after my mom passed away, you know, that being the last parent and me kind of feeling like an orphan, my foundation is cracked or, or not even there. Um, so I feel like I need to rebuild my foundation a little. And with that emotion comes this feeling of a little bit of restlessness and wanderlust. I definitely have that. Um, but both my parents love me so much that I definitely am able to rebuild my own foundation and, and provide myself with my own stability from things I've learned and people I have in my life. But that being said, as far as like living in LA, it doesn't feel right anymore right now. It doesn't fit where I'm at in my life. All of my friends and the people that I truly love for the most part, except for a handful of people are not here. And I want to be able to get closer to my sister if I need to be, you know, I've spent 20 years on this career, 20 years living away from home, 20 years missing birthdays and weddings and deaths and small milestones and big milestones and I want to I want to evolve a little bit of how I've lived my life you know I'm not I'm not so much of a sun chaser anymore when it comes to my career like I've built so much on my own and have found a way to do what I love without the necessity of 
needing approval or, you know, a certain dollar amount and in turn have been able to somewhat sustain from that. And right now I, I feel like, you know, you and I did speak about those things that I, that I think I really want to do and figure out some way to maybe turn it into something, but I'm going to live, you know, I'm going to come to Tennessee for a little bit. Yeah. I have, uh, my partner's going to go to Oklahoma. I'm going to go to Oklahoma for a little bit. I'll check out Texas for a little bit. I'm just going to bounce around and be a nomad. You say your partner? Yeah, I invested in a dispensary like five years ago. No, I remember that. I remember that one downtown. We did a podcast there. Yeah, we, Hilarious, our first Hilarious episode we did there. Tell me what, what happened with that. Well, we started to get through all of the preliminary regulations to get our licensing in California once that went legal. Uh, across the board and that took a long time and all of those regulations changed constantly so it took a while for us to get up to uh, status quo with the city council and then when we finally got to a point where our licensing uh, our license was about to be accepted and it was accepted quarantine hit so we didn't we couldn't open because of what was going on in the city but we still worked on what we could work on underneath all of what was happening and we've gotten through our inspections and everything and and either at this point because we have gotten approved we're either going to open the doors or we'll sell we'll end up selling the brick and mortar because we have a brick and mortar in um it's in uh south central yeah yeah so you know and that's what i'm talking about like i've gotten involved in other things and have sort of invested in other things outside of this career or because of this career to sort of have just external and multiple revenue sources. I'm not rich by any stretch of the term. I've, you know, put a lot of my money into stuff, but at this point I kind of feel like I can live anywhere and be okay. Yeah, I agree. You know, and I don't, I want to pay this rent anymore. If, you're not here, and I, I don't know where, you know, a couple other people are going to go. My partner's gone. Um, you know, it's just, there's so many of my friends that just aren't here. I, I And the industry's not here. Like, the things yeah. that I filmed or did anything for was from home. You know, something you said that I guess I had never thought of before. What's that? Um, and because, you know, I'm lucky both my parents are are still alive, still married, still alive, right? That's an unbelievable. I had never thought of the idea that you, were, that you just said that you, that you like being an orphan, but, but, yeah. but that your base, that your, your, cause for a lot of people, your mom and dad, whether they're still together or not, are your base. They're your spine. They're, they, you are still somebody's kid. Yeah, they're your beacon. They're your safe space. They're your and, and the person who doesn't judge you. As long as you're still somebody's kid, also that is like you're not the grown up. Yep. Yeah, it's a that's fascinating. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, I didn't think about it either until this bitch was gone, and I was like, "Oh, I I want to talk to her." Yeah. Yeah. But she's not here. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's a mind fuck. But that's, that's why, like, you know, I feel that I can go anywhere now. I can travel anywhere in the country because 
there's a freedom to that. Even yeah. though it's even though it's a really scary thought to be like, oh my god, my parents are gone. There's still a freedom in it because it releases you because there's no going back. So you have to accept it. So there's like this relief. My worst fear is done. I, there's nothing in life that's going to be as terrible as this. So there's like this weight lifted off of my shoulders. I felt it with my father. And some people don't talk about it because they feel bad saying they feel a relief. But there's a fucking relief with death. And I think if you have parents like I have, you know, even though they're gone, they, I still have a relationship with them. There is a huge loss. And not that if you, you know, don't have a good relationship, you don't experience a loss. A loss is much different. The levity surrounding the loss is so much different. And I can't speak to it because my parents loved me and I had a pretty decent upbringing. And, you know, they didn't purposefully damage me in any sort of way. But the, the relief surrounding losing someone you love, no one really talks about. And that really is an emotion. And you struggle with that. You sh there's like some people feel guilt about feeling like they sort of can breathe a little bit. Like there's a little bit more room to breathe. And, and, and that's, I'm taking advantage of that feeling and I'm, I'm going to have that be the thing that sort of fuels me into whatever this next new chapter is for me. You know, I'm 38, I'll be 39 this year and Brad Pitt and I are going to have to find, a, you know, a good, a nice plot of land so yeah. that's, I'm going to look for the land that Brad and I will be living on. And you can whisper in his ear that first night you guys fall asleep. I'm going to be so relieved when you die. Yeah, and when Brad is on my lap, I'm going to be like, you ready for all this pussy? <laughs> you thought I forgot, motherfucker? You're the best. <laughs> You know, I hadn't thought of that. That is a, but I'm assuming if the, if it's not, especially if it's not a sudden death and it's something that you have to watch your parents endure. And I'm sure it, that is, there's that mix of emotion, which is I want every last second I can get, but at the same time, this is the hardest thing ever. Yeah, it is the hardest thing ever, and some people, even getting every last second you can get means nothing if you have a, a lifetime of harboring resentment towards them. That's the one thing that I've said, like, you know, in recording my podcast, because I've been talking about the grief, is that if you have, if your parents are alive, and there's that thing, that unsaid thing that keeps coming around in your mind or your heart, when you're with your parents, fucking say it. And if, it's a, if it feels so hard to say it, that's why you should say it even more. Because it's not, you know, I thought I was going to have my parents much longer. I'm 38. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I who knows if I'm, you know, when Brad and I get married, who's going to walk me down the aisle? I hope both of your hips are still strong. I'm ready. Well, one of them is good. The other one <laughs> 
<laughs> then one of them's one of them's like half and half, you know. <laughs> We'll get you like a little rolly. We'll put you in like a scooter, a rascal scooter. Oh, by the way, I would pay good money to be in a <laughs> rascal down the aisle with you. We should just do that even if you weren't injured. Yeah, I mean, I think, well, there's, I'm not planning on being injured. I just don't want to walk. Yeah, no, we should just have you in a rascal scooter and there should be hydraulics, bigger rims. You should be blasting 90s hip hop. And I want one of those old-time hearing aids that is just like a megaphone that comes out of your ear. What? <laughs> what? What do you say? It's like, what is he? Why does he need to hear going down the aisle? <laughs> he just likes to hear things. Okay, he likes to hear things. <laughs> okay. Um, I love this. Joseph says, if it's hard to say, it's usually healthy. By the way, hell yeah, Jessime. Huh? You remember those shoes I was talking to you about? Yes. This is the guy. <gasps> Jeremy. Jeremy, make me some shoes. Jeremy, I'll borrow your wheelchair. Jeremy, before you go, man, come join me on StreamYard so you can tell Jessime about these dope-ass shoes. Yes. They look so amazing. Come on over here, dude. Flash the link coming. again. Flash the link for everyone to see it. There it is. Yeah, and you're good. <laughs> um, I mean, how cool are those shoes? They're, they're the coolest. I feel like you should... Put them up for auction. Like I'm going to wear them on my special. You wear them on your special and put them up for auction. Uh, but why, do I, why can't I keep them? Because I, I want the money from them. <laughs> Shit. Okay, hold on one second. Look no, you can got. keep them. You can keep them. Jeremy. I'm rolling up right now. Jeremy, are you naked? Are you rolling naked? This shirtless. This shirtless. Jeremy, we heard his story the other day. Jeremy got in a mo. How long ago was that motorcycle accident, man? Jesus. Lost the use of his legs. Went through a um, a big period of depression. Told me on the last stream that mushrooms helped him out of the depression. Oh, I, I fucking believe it. Changed his point of view. It was. It's a fast. It's a like a real fascinating, heartwarming, inspirational story, man. But I will tell you. I was, on a completely different note, blown away by these fucking shoes, dude. They are... They're so cool. So cool. Um, so, and Shannon, the special starts, everybody, uh, 8 o'clock Central, but you can get it at any time. If you get the ticket, it's yours for a week. Just remember. No. Um, what do you think, man? Are you going to show us nips? or we, we? Yeah, can we get one nip? I guess we can tattoo. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> Oh. What is that? Is that a chest owl? That looks no, like a parachute. It's, uh, it's from Airborne School. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like literally 12 hours before I uh, got in my motorcycle accident, I graduated out of Airborne School out of the Army. Like I jumped out of an airplane, got my wings pinned on me, went home, got on my motorcycle, saw some friends, and then on my way home, uh, brakes locked up on me, and I ended up hitting a curb. Oh, Crazy, my right? God. It's... It's yeah. things like that where you go, life is, doesn't make sense, but sometimes those moments are the most defining moments and the most important moments of our life, and they give us meaning. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is, um, like, I always have, like, these, th these thought processes of, like, you know, what if I could have, you know, not been into that night or whatever. Like, I could have possibly fucking died. Like, in the I was in the Army, you know? Like, I could have gone, like, two weeks later and gone to fucking Afghanistan and passed away or something like that. So yeah. my life... Like, it is what it is, like, right now, but I just, I don't even try to think of that stuff because, like, that's the only thing, too, like, being on acid and mushrooms, like, 
it's definitely fucking have I have that like thought process of if I had done those things, if I had gone and killed, you know, other people in the name of fucking oil now that I realize that, you know, being older is I was like twenty at the time, so I didn't really yep. know what we were fighting for. I always just thought, you know, we're fighting for our ideals of freedom and stuff like that. And then come to find out it's more just about rich people and fucking oil more than anything else. So I would have like hated myself for going over there killing people. Uh, you know, taking their life for no fucking reason, really. So I'm really kind of happy that I didn't go that route. Honestly. Well, listen, man, we're happy you're okay. That's the big thing. We're happy you're okay mentally and physically. And I just wanted to connect you and Jess May because I know you had said you were a fan of hers. And I showed her the sneakers. And she, I know. He, my man has always spoken. 100%. The sneakers are beautiful. He's smoking 100% of the time. But Cash, yeah. so I'm going to put you two. I just want to, I'm going to put you two in contact. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. 100%. Fuck yeah, man. You Don't wear it, a man. shirt either. Yeah. Keep your shirt off. <laughs> By the way, and Joseph, we love you, man. I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, oh, brutal. You, buddy. I've seen Joseph. Jo- Joseph has been on my lives too. Joseph's the real deal, Holyfield. There's no doubt yeah, about it. Absolutely. Um, all right, listen, everybody. Um, oh, listen to this from Dave. Donations have come in. We're at $925, everybody, for that woman. That is so fucking What? Cool. For what? Oh, Jessica, if I tell you about this, I'm going to start crying again. Okay. I don't know if I can do it. But this woman last week, two weeks ago now, changed my fucking life. So um, I'll tell you about it off. Okay. I, I, can't, I can't weep again on this okay. podcast. Yeah, we've already weep. cried enough. Oh, crazy. Uh, the garage door, by the way, is just the third floor of our townhouse. <laughs> There's a garage door and you open up and the whole top floor is just an open room. It's pretty cool. Um, all right. Anything you want to tell everybody? I want to say just what I said to Cash, that the hardest things are the most defining parts of your life. And there's a lot of why me and woe is me and fuck the world mentality that can be in those moments. But like Cash, who sounds like he has a very strong and beautiful viewpoint about life he could have died something worse could have happened and you know while it's kind of a pain in the ass to look at somebody else's situation and see how they might have it worse I just think that the hardest things in life give you the best lessons and the greatest gifts I think with every grief there is a gift and it's up to you to open your eyes to it and to Mm -hmm. accept it you know yeah. Is it a is it a grievance or a miracle? And both of those things, one thing can develop into the other. And also, Brad Pitt's gonna get in this pussy. Woga 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 woga. And I want to tell you guys this. First of all, oh, as always, I could talk to you for <laughs> twelve hours. Um, but guys, you know, I, I talked about this a few years ago on my podcast, and. Um, it's one of the things I'm going to start talking about more, um, especially, you know, those of you over my Patreon page, you know, I've been doing this 90 day challenge with a bunch of you guys over there that we've been uh, kicking ass on just about, you know, making sure you get up and do your list and you work out and making sure you're treating yourself well. And we're doing like a 90 day challenge over there. And it's a, we're, it's, it's really helping me a ton. Um, but the one thing I will tell everybody, and this is, I think is important to do every single day, do one thing. Do one thing for you. 
Don't don't let a fucking day go by where you don't do one thing for yourself that makes you happy. Do one thing. I don't even care if that one thing is jerking off. <laughs> if that one thing is, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. I don't have a whole lot of money, but I, and usually I make my own coffee, but today I'm going to go out and I'm going to get the coffee that I want. If you have zero money and you have time and you're like, you know what? I don't have any money, but today I'm going to take that hike I always wanted to do. Today, whatever it is, I'm going to read that book. I'm going to, there is time for you. Just remember that there is time for you in this life. And all of us in general seem to forget that. We always seem to remember other people and their time and the things we need to do or things we need to do for work. But we always forget our stuff for ourselves. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. You know it's really important, everybody. So I'm going to keep reminding everyone um, when I bring you on screen now, I'm going to ask you what that one thing you did for yourself was. I'm going to make sure you tell me. And we're going to try to hold ourselves and each other accountable. Um, because, you know, in order for you to be happy and be good around other people, you got to be happy. And I just hit myself in the face with a microphone. <laughs> so thank you, everybody. Um, this is amazing, Dave. So your, your favorite part of the challenge has been working to be a better father. I think that's amazing, man. That's how you make less strippers. Mm -hmm. it's so thank you. Yeah, uh, and fuck you. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's always good, everybody. And Jessime, I love you. I love you, too. Um, and I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. And I can't wait to have you back on the High Live, too. Yeah, I would love to get up on that High Live. I mean, um, you're the best. <laughs> I miss you so much. Let's have a phone call soon. You know it. All right. Should I, I just you. leave? What's that? Should I just leave? I don't know. Should we leave together? Yeah. Count it down. Wait a second. Wait a second. What's going on, Michelle? You don't Michelle, did you get the lizard? Yeah. Just so I wanted to end. Yeah, I know. But we'll be back. It's just me and I. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. All right. That's so Stay funny. away from my man, bitch. I love you. I mean, you are the best. Uh, this is exactly what's happening right now. It is! <laughs> you hang up! Yeah. By the way, you know, you guys who are listening and not watching, you, miss, you missed some fun. You're missing the fun. Um, and everybody else, suck my dick! I'm going to call you tomorrow before my special. I love you. Love you. Later. Later, everybody.